This is the Living in Fierce Alignment podcast, your go-to place for mindset transformation, self-empowerment, and personal development. I'm your host, Kayla. I'm a mindset coach for ambitious human beings who are wildly passionate about up-leveling themselves so that they can live a limitless life with ease. I'm here to show you how to create the life of your dreams and powerfully step into your full potential, and of course, live fiercely. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode on the Living in Fierce Alignment channel. My name is Kayla and I'm happy to have you here today. What I'm going to be chatting about is people pleasing. And I feel like I get a lot of listens to this episode because if you're not a people pleaser yourself, then I'm sure that you know someone who is. So what I wanted to talk about today was how people pleasing is... A learned behavior that most likely stemmed from childhood and it easily could have been an inner childhood wound or it was literally just learned from society and I wanted to dive into this because naturally when we gain awareness about a certain behavior then we can do something about it so when you're able to catch yourself people-pleasing and noticing it consciously instead of just allowing it to happen unconsciously or on autopilot, then in that moment you can interrupt yourself and choose differently. So it really does come down to awareness. So I hope that this episode will be an awakening for you in the most empowering way possible. So what I want to point at first is when we think about our childhood and growing up, when we are babies, we will literally kick, scream, you know, go to the bathroom, eat, whatever. Like we literally did whatever we wanted to and our guardians or parents would take care of us, right? Literally would take care of us. And then what happens is we get to a certain age where we're being taught how to behave, right? So we're talking like one to two toddlers going up into being a child and being a teenager and adult. But what happens is if you notice is that we go from this instinctual way of being of, you know, crying when we need something or just being vocal and that it's acceptable when we're really little, which makes sense. And of course, it wouldn't logically make sense to cry or scream as an adult, like a baby when we need something. But what happens is that specific way of learning how to behave really does get rooted in being polite being likable, not upsetting others, becoming independent in what you need, getting it for yourself, and just being of service to others in order to be accepted. So this becomes a dance between humans. You know, if you think about customer service, usually there is a, there's a particular way that we expect to receive customer service and it's all about people pleasing like this person let's say there's someone who's come to you because they want something and you have that thing that they want but they're paying you for it for example then it's like oh i need to be extra good and extra nice because they're getting this thing for me and without them then i don't get what i need And so what happens is we become people pleasers and we tolerate things and we just allow things that don't align for us because we're literally trained to have an exchange or be accepted or get what it is that we want. We need to be 
likable and approachable and behave in a way that is, quote, deemed acceptable in society. And so really what all of this boils down to is avoiding rejection. People-pleasing is about avoiding rejection. And rejection doesn't mean just not being spoken to or ignored. It can literally mean that people-pleasing, we think that that will magnetize what it is that we want. And there's this fear of not getting what it is that we want. So then we bend over backwards and we do all the things to make sure that we get what it is that we want. But this behavior is coming from a place of scarcity because it's rooted in a lack of self-worth that we cannot be ourselves, that we cannot voice our opinions or be self-expressed in a way that others will agree with. Because like I said, when we're growing up as children, what happens is we're being a certain way and then we actually get rejected by our parents or guardians or school or like I said, society, we get corrected. No, if you want this, you have to do this. And that literally creates the pattern of people pleasing. So then what happens is we just continue to hold on to this and we don't know how to set boundaries because what's been happening since we were a child is that others were setting boundaries against us. And I'm not saying all of this because it's a bad thing. It's just literally how we've passed on generations to generations and how we, quote, train each other or condition each other as human beings to operate within society. So the reason why I'm pointing this out is because it's not the truth that setting healthy boundaries with one another means that you will be rejected or that it's unsafe to be rejected because I've talked about rejection before on my podcast channel and I specifically have an episode on it. I literally have no idea what number it is, but it's, it's called, it's not rejection, it's redirection. So even if we set a boundary with someone and we decide, no, I'm not going to bend over backwards and do this for you, it doesn't mean that we're unsafe or that we're going to be left alone or cut off. And the thing is, maybe that person or that situation, whatever it is that you're setting a boundary with in terms of not people-pleasing anymore, you might lose something out of that. But the reality is, if you pursue and people-please in that situation, you're actually losing yourself. You're giving up yourself and what you want and your desires and your worth in order to fulfill another person. So even if, imagine, imagine if the entire fucking collective of humanity went around people pleasing and it was like they were handing over their soul to every single person, I'll do anything for you. And if every single person was people pleasing to another, no one would be fulfilled. So setting boundaries, what it does, just like the attempts of our upbringing of setting boundaries with us in terms of how we, quote, should behave, that was coming from a place of love and wanting us to be the best and receive the best. But when we are adults, we get to choose our own boundaries. And what a lot of people are still doing as people pleasers is they are still living from the boundaries that were taught to them and that were subconsciously absorbed when they were a child. And they're continuing to play these out in their adult years for fear of rejection. And it's just an automatic pattern. Oh, I need to do this for so-and-so so that I'm likable or that I get a golden star or that I get this or I avoid that. 
And so the thing is, when we, when we set boundaries and we give up people-pleasing in our life, what happens is we start to teach others how to treat us. So that is much more authentic than people-pleasing and bending over backwards and letting people take advantage of us, right? So when we teach others how we want to be treated, what happens is it becomes a win-win for both people involved because A, you get to be treated how you want and B, that person is going to be empowered because how they treat you or how they show up for you will obviously be fulfilling for you. So naturally it will be fulfilling for them as well. So ironically, people-pleasing doesn't actually serve either party. Being the people-pleaser, it is draining. It's exhausting. It's humiliating. It's disempowering. And someone who's being people-pleased, they're just being enabled to continue being a less great version of themselves. Like it's actually a disservice when we go to people please because we continue to reinforce that behavior that it's acceptable that that person can not be considerate of other people's boundaries. So the thing is, I just want to get back into the conversation around rejection for a second. It's not rejection, it's redirection. And quite frankly, there's a really amazing quote that I've heard that I've definitely mentioned before And it basically goes, those who are triggered by your boundaries benefited from when you had none. So let that sink in because that might be what happens once you listen to this podcast episode and you decide to stop being a people pleaser. You start setting boundaries and you start saying no. What's going to happen is that there may be some people in your life who are going to be triggered or disappointed or upset or frustrated or whatever it is that comes up for them but the reality is you are giving them the opportunity to have a different kind of relationship with you where both of you are being benefited it gets to be a win-win when you put your foot down and that doesn't mean making the other person wrong for example like that's actually very disempowering But just knowing these are my boundaries, this is when I'm available, this does not mean when I'm free, this is actually, here's another nugget for you, I saw this somewhere on social media and I think it's great, there's a difference between being free and being available. So for example, whenever I ask someone for help or to meet up or have a call, whatever it is, I will ask them, when are you available? Because you could be free at nighttime, but that's your time to do whatever it is that you want after work, for example. But availability might actually look like, oh, I'm available at noon on Friday. So that's just another nugget for, again, I guess setting boundaries time-wise. Like asking, communicating, and when are you available, when are you free? And you as well setting that boundary, this is when I'm available. And not mixing up the two because that can turn into a people-pleasing tactic as well where you give your time away when it doesn't actually work for you. And it's a lack of integrity because it's just not aligned with your commitment of having time boundaries as an example. So with, with the fear of rejection, if you think about when you're a kid and let's say you do something that upsets someone, then 
we would get reprimanded, right? There'd be, there'd be a conversation around discipline. Maybe there'd be a timeout. Maybe there would be an awkward conversation in public. Like I'm literally talking about being a kid and just, you know, doing whatever it is that we want and not actually pleasing the parent or the guardian or the teacher or whoever as a child. And so that doesn't feel good because ultimately we want other people to be happy in life and we want to be accepted as well. But there's really two types of acceptance. There's authentic acceptance and inauthentic acceptance. And inauthentic acceptance is when we are people pleasing. And ultimately, even when you people please, you don't fucking feel good. Even though you're, quote, being accepted, it's an inauthentic way of being accepted because you're not actually showing up authentically, right? So authentic acceptance is when you are being true to yourself, your boundaries, knowing your worth, communicating, being in integrity, and also being accepted. And here's the hard truth. There will be times when you give up people-pleasing and that situation may not recover in the sense that maybe that's going to terminate a relationship or an opportunity or a situation. But this is where redirection comes in. Because if you have a life full of people that you bend over backwards for and all of a sudden you start setting boundaries and you start showing up authentically, and you start teaching people how to treat you, those people in your life will be the ones that will actually collaborate with you to have healthy relationships, to have healthy communication. So yes, you may lose people, but you're literally making room for the people who are actually aligned for you. So in that moment, it actually just takes a moment of trust that if you lose connections, it wasn't meant to be. And that person or situation just may not be ready to level up or respect your boundaries or be ready to have that kind of relationship where there's mutual respect and agreement. But I can promise you that giving up this people-pleasing and just knowing that it really is just our inner child wanting to be accepted and, and being fearful of disappointing and upsetting other people like ultimately what this is it's really just a commitment to having happiness and flourishing relationships and love and connection like that's actually what the commitment is when you take away the fear of rejection and why we people please there's this underlying commitment there but if you look at the commitment, like you look through the fear of rejection and, and whatever is coming up for you in terms of negative emotions, and you look through that and you see the commitment of why you have that fear and why you fear to be rejected, there's a commitment there. But the thing is, when we take that commitment of, like I said, happiness, connection, communications, collaborative relationships. When you take that commitment and you look at how can I show up from this commitment rather than a wounded, conditioned inner child that thinks they have to bend over backwards for people. When you show up from your commitment, that is what will transform your life. That is the power. Putting aside, and honestly, I just want to say as well, it's valid to have this fear around wanting to people please and wanting to be accepted. It's 100% valid to want to have connections with people 
but I'm telling you that there's more than one way to do it and I'm expressing to you a very powerful and authentic way to do it instead of a way that diminishes you as a human being. So that actually might be an opportunity to do some shadow work. And when I say shadow work, I mean really digging in and checking in with that inner child. Like, what am I really afraid of when I'm, I'm presented the opportunity to say no to someone and I say yes? What am I actually afraid of? And the, it, the underlying tonality may be re- rejection. It may be disappointing them, upsetting them, losing them, being alone. There's a lot of stuff that comes up and that's all valid, but that is not the present time that you're operating from. That is from an, a young child, a younger version of you that picked up that behavior when they were little. And I want you to know that when it comes to our subconscious mind, from the ages of when we're born until seven years old, we are like a sponge. Like if you think about kids, like young children in preschool going into grade one and two, they are very susceptible and gullible. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it just means that they literally, their brain is not developed to reject things. And this is why they believe in you know magical things, right? And so unfortunately, because there's no filter and no way to block things, when we experience a situation where we upset someone and then they lash at us or they give us feedback and we feel bad, we make it mean, okay, it's not safe to to act that way. And that literally writes out our program until the freaking decades later and here we are and you're going to be in your later decades of your life listening to this and probably thinking, oh my God, I can totally see how this has impacted my entire life. But the way to normalize eliminating people-pleasing is by first showing up for yourself and really trusting yourself and believing that you can create a collaborative connection and relationship and communication with that person or situation and that it's not just one way. It's not just their way or the highway. And it really is our responsibility to set those boundaries because if people are taking advantage, walking all over you and so on, yes, they, quote, should not be doing that. But also we are able to decide whether or not we're tolerating that. And that's the part where I'm inviting you to take your power back. So I hope that this episode was empowering for you and it gave you a couple things to think about. So I would love if you have not yet subscribe to the channel if you could please do that and if you share this on social media you can tag at kayla g and i would love to hear what you think so thank you so much for listening and i'll chat with you in the next episode